0: Dallas Cowboys ended their season with a crushing 23-19 loss to the New York Giants. This loss led to the firing of defensive coordinator Mike Nolan, as well as some other coaching changes. For this episode, I will be unveiling my winners for the first ever The Wrap-Up 2020 Season Awards. And I will be covering some of the latest in Dallas Cowboys news. All of this, next on The Wrap-Up. The loss to New York was the final blow to the Cowboys' season, but it wouldn't have mattered if they won because the Philadelphia Eagles pulled starter Jalen Hurts against Washington, which ended the Giants' hopes of making it into the postseason. That loss resulted in the Eagles' firing head coach Doug Peterson, which means that the Washington football team's head coach, Ron Rivera, is now the longest tenured coach in the NFC East. For the Cowboys, the long-awaited move of firing defensive coordinator Mike Nolan finally happened, and the team replaced him with former Falcons head coach Dan Quinn. Quinn was the defensive coordinator for the Seattle Seahawks in 2013 and 2014 when they went to -to back-to-back Super Bowls, winning one against the Broncos and losing the other one to the Patriots. During those seasons, Seattle touted the great Legion of Boom, which was one of, if not the best, secondaries in NFL history, and they ranked number one in total defense, passing defense, and scoring defense during those years. Prior to his time in the NFL, Dan Quinn served as the defensive coordinator for the Florida Gators in 2011 and 2012. In 2011, the Gators went 7-6 with one of the worst offenses in the country, but their defense was one of the best. They had the second-best third-down defense behind only Alabama. They were ranked 8th overall among defenses across the nation and only allowed an average of 300 yards per game. That season, Quinn called every play for the defense. The next year, Florida only gave up 188 points the entire season, which averages about 16 points a game, playing against players like Johnny Manziel, Mike Evans, Odell Beckham Jr., Todd Gurley, Devonta Freeman, Devonte Parker, and Teddy Bridgewater. The most points that they gave up that season was 33 to Louisville in the All-State Sugar Bowl. I think this is a good move for Dallas who went out there and got the most experienced option that has proven that he is successful at the professional level. It is now time for me to move in to the 2020 The Wrap-Up Season Awards. So the first award is the Breakout Player of the Year. So this was a very tough award to choose because there were so many players this year that had just a great season. Like Donovan Wilson, Cedric Wilson, Alden Smith. If you want to throw Randy Gregory in there, you can. There were so many guys who played well this year. But the player that I'm going to give this award to is tight end Dalton Schultz. While many players had great years, Schultz stood out above the rest. This was the third season in the NFL for the fourth-round tight end from Stanford. Schultz was forced into the tight end one spot after Blake Jarwin suffered a season-ending ACL injury in Week 1 against the LA Rams. Dalton Schultz finished the year ranking third in receptions with 63, fourth in yards with 615, and second in touchdowns with four. In a year that was filled with nothing but injuries, Schultz stepped into a role that he wasn't prepared for and shined. Prior to this season, Schultz only had 13 receptions for 122 yards. These stats and his role in this offense has given him this award. The next award is Rookie of the Year. This was once again another award that there were two players that I kind of went back and forth between, but I ended up giving it to the 17th overall pick, CeeDee Lamb. As I've said many times, I never thought that Lamb would have fallen to 17 and he did. And after all of the defensive struggles the Cowboys had this year, I would still take Lamb at 17 over any of the options available. This season Lamb broke the Cowboys rookie record for receptions and came close to breaking the Cowboys rookie yards record currently held by Bob Hayes. The rookie finished the year 2nd on the team in yards with 935. And second in receptions with 74. And he was tied for first in touchdowns with 5, a number that all three Cowboys receivers hit. The numbers that Lamb put up as a rookie, being forced to go through four different starting quarterbacks, showed a bright future for number 88, and that is the reason that I gave him this award. The next award is Defensive Player of the Year. The defense was easily the worst part of the team this year, but there was one guy that stood out above the rest. And he is a guy that I have advocated for all season, and I told you he would be a star. That player is corner Trayvon Diggs. Diggs had a great year despite missing multiple games with a foot fracture. This season, Diggs ranked second among rookies with 11 forced incompletions, which was behind Bears corner Jalen Johnson, who had 14. There were 26 corners who were taken in the 2020 NFL Draft. Of those 26, Trayvon Diggs was the only one to have more than two interceptions, and he had as many interceptions as the seven cornerbacks taken before him combined. Before the draft, I said that Trayvon Diggs was a first-round talent, and the Cowboys lucked out with him falling to them at pick number 51. Diggs finished this year with 54 tackles, 12 pass deflections, and 3 interceptions, which is the most by a Cowboys corner since Terrence Newman in 2010. The final award is the team's most valuable player. In a year filled with ups and downs, but mostly downs, one player flew under the radar and had one of his best seasons to date. That player is wide receiver Amari Cooper. Cooper first came to Dallas in 2018 when the team traded their first round pick to Oakland for the receiver. Since arriving in Dallas, Cooper has played significantly better football with a 1,000 yard season each year that he has been on the team. This season, Cooper had a career high 92 receptions despite missing his star quarterback for 12 games. Cooper became the 11th player in NFL history to have at least five 1,000 yard seasons in his first six years in the NFL. His final stats were all team highs 92 receptions for 1,114 yards and five touchdowns, all while playing on an ankle injury that he had surgically repaired earlier this month. If Dak had played the entire season, he would have likely been in this spot, but since he didn't, Amari Cooper is the clear MVP of this 2020 Dallas Cowboys team. The only thing else I got to say is, how about them Cowboys? Yeah! A little content update for all of you. Since the Cowboys are out of the playoffs, I will be releasing new episodes every other week covering the latest in Cowboys news and free agency. I will also periodically release a short film session discussing players that the Cowboys could take in the 2021 NFL Draft. So make sure to stay tuned for all of that. How can you stay tuned? Well, I'm glad you asked. All you need to do is subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcast. Also, make sure to leave a review and share it with a friend. Another way you can stay updated on this content is following my social media on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter by simply searching The Wrap Up. I'm Alec Rapp, and this has been The Wrap Up.